0: This is so wizarding. This is Chloe Lang, Stephanie from Lazytown, and you're listening to So Wizard podcast.
1: Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, "You said people gonna die." The only podcast to make the Kessel run in under twelve parsecs. There will be no one to stop us this time.
0: Yeah, and you don't stop. It's 187 on Undercover Cop. You are listening to the So Wizard Podcast, episode number 187. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. The queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, is on assignment this week. So you are stuck with just me. And my co-host, Mr. Marky Mark, Mark Hellis Regans
1: Yo, what is going on, Kids, and everybody in podcast land? What's up, Joey? Hey, how are you? Good, good. I miss Aubrey.
0: Yeah, we all do. So, you're listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we've got some nerd news to talk about. And we're going to recap our attempt to predict the Oscars. And see how we matched up against the res- actual results. Now we were going to be discussing the series premiere of Heather's, the television show of the movie, and uh, we were all ready to rock and roll. And it was the pilot was available for free on iTunes and I was ready to go. And due to the shooting in Florida, the series has been delayed indefinitely on the Paramount Network. So we're going to wait to watch that until. They release it, I guess. So you're stuck with uh, us talking news and Oscars this week. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm not going to front. I wasn't really that excited to uh, watch Heathers. I
0: wasn't either, but I was expecting (laughs) to at least get some good hate out of it. Right.
1: Something uh, I hate you now watch TV show.
0: I hate myself now make (laughs) yourself watch. (laughs) Seriously. Awesome. So what's been going on, Mark? How's uh, life treating you?
1: Uh yeah you know we were like you were saying before we're gonna be talking about the Oscars. Um I spent this week trying to catch up on all of the other movies that I missed. Um I wound up watching Call Me by Your Name, which well, as I'm watching a movie I'm like this is the epitome of what Joey thinks would be win like best picture of the year. Is <laughs> super long, super boring, <laughs> like all like artsy fartsy, and I'm like oh fuck and it was like the last movie that i had to watch so brutal it's harsh like there's out of all of the movies that that came out this year or all the movies that were nominated there's two movies that i'm like how the hell did this get a nomination for best picture of the year call me by your name is one of them uh three billboards is the second one i'm like i i, I don't get
0: it I don't get it. I don't even under I don't even know what Call Me By Your Name is. Like what what is that?
1: Oh, you you would you would fucking you would run
0: out of the theater screaming. <laughs> I'd have to go home and watch Blood Sport 15 <laughs> times in a row to clean myself. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so it it's it's a you know, it's a sweet coming of age story about a 17-year-old kid in uh Italy in the uh, 1980s and his dad is a um I don't know, they like not a not a um, assassin, not a no, Super spy, <laughs> not like an archaeologist, but someone who's who's like into like old relics and shit like that. Um, Army Hammer plays a college student that goes to stay with the family for the summer, and him and the 17 year old boy kind of have a, a summer romance, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a you know, it's a sweet summer fling movie with two
0: dudes. Well, just for the record, I'm not saying uh because it's two dudes, and saying uh because it's like, how old is he supposed to be? Right, that's <laughs> not that,
1: hooking up with a 17. That's, that's disgusting. A, I know, dude. And like, he's I mean, Army. Everyone knows what Army Hammer looks like. He's a big dude. He's a big, strapping, all-American dude. And this kid is like, I mean, he's not technically 17, but he's supposed to be 17 in the movie. And I'm like, ew. it's like. At, at the very
0: least is the song 17 by Winger on the
1: soundtrack. <laughs> Unfortunately not. They listen to a lot uh, of uh classic Bach
0: and How main... do you not do how do you have a movie set in the eighties about a guy hooking up with a 17-year-old and not have that on the soundtrack? It's not that type of movie, man. It is not throw, that type of movie. Throw at that all. shit in the trash. <laughs> that should have been playing over the end credits.
1: <laughs> it's very artsy and fancy and people love it and i watched it and i'm like i don't get it i don't get it at all but uh, you know whatever there's eight other movies to choose from
0: i'll stick to uh john claude van damme and dennis rodman are double impact <laughs> they're double team sorry double impact is when they were twin john claude van Dam's. So. oh double team is him and dennis rodman right yeah i gotcha i gotcha Awesome. So yeah, well, so that was my week, dude. That was your week. <laughs> um, not very exciting. Just a lot of working and sleeping. Um, I did decide I did break uh, my cherry for uh, owning slabbed comic books. So I bought my first graded comic book. Oh, you bought one? Yep. Oh shit. I thought you had one and you just had it graded. I, I had a copy of that, but it's like red to shit. <laughs> <laughs> And this is part of the problem, so when you get your comics graded, uh, there's a company uh, CGS, I want to say, or CGC I can't remember the exact abbreviations, but you, they're a reputable company and you send them your comics and they will grade them on a scale of you know 0.0, 0 to 10.0 and they get encased in like a plastic uh, holder and it's just so you have a book and you know the exact condition of it and, and it's, it's more for like having it as a keepsake than something you read right um the problem with a lot of the books i have from that i have a emotional attachment to from back in the days i i was i was a reader of these i was not a collector as a reader and fan of comics so i read them until they fell apart <laughs> a lot of this stuff so um so i, I grabbed um dc comics legends miniseries Um uh, Issue three, which is the first appearance of the modern Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. That being one of my favorite teams in comics from DC of all time. Um, I loved having that issue in my collection, but it was <laughs> not in very good shape. So when I saw one pop up, I grabbed it and it wasn't that expensive. And it's a 9.6. Ooh, out of ten.
1: That sounds fancy.
0: Yeah, I do have some of my own books that I just need to get uh, pressed and cleaned and then I'll get them graded. I have the first appearance of Venom and first appearance of Cable and some other stuff. But really, the the big money is in and you just never know. The big money is in weird, obscure characters in comics that you've never would have thought are worth more than a, <laughs> the paper they're printed on <laughs> that suddenly appear in a movie. <laughs> and then suddenly everybody wants their hands on that copy. Right, right, right. God bless them. Awesome. I love this country. So that's, that, that's, that was pretty much it for me for excitement, other than working and sleeping. So, so you're not going to read
1: this uh, this Suicide Squad book, right? Like you had, you're keeping it encased in that... that
0: yeah, you thing. wouldn't open it up or anything. It stays encased in that plastic forever. Nice. nice. But it's for display and keepsake i have a readable copy (laughs) if i need to read it so it's not a problem and if i didn't feel like getting it out see this is the other thing i'll I'll legally download comics sometimes to read and half the time i have the books anyway i just don't feel like getting them
1: (laughs) i get up and walk over and dig the book out of the box right it's
0: easier for me to go on my laptop illegally download it and put it on my phone (laughs) than it is for me to walk across the room and flip through like 17 long boxes jesus
1: uh, the views of Joey DeCarlo do not express the views of everyone here at Soul Wizard Podcast.
0: <laughs> I think that should just be played at the beginning of every episode. But. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, and then the other cool thing is we got to send a huge shout out to all the listeners out there. We uh, had a really good week. Not that, like, you can. We're not usually ones to toot our own horn, but uh, toot toot. <laughs> I was just about to say that because uh we managed to crack the top 200 on iTunes briefly <laughs> <laughs> we I got the screenshot we did it we cracked the top 200 on iTunes and that's oh excuse me Apple Podcasts for overall podcasts so all podcasts not just TV and film wow so
1: every you know, that, podcast that's available
0: we on were number Apple. 184 184 <laughs> we did it that's right. We we do, could close up shop. <laughs> We're done. Uh, so, yeah, no, that was awesome. And it doesn't happen without people listening. So Mwah! from us to you. Yes. Thank you very
1: much, everyone out there listening to the show and downloading the show and sharing the show. We appreciate it.
0: Especially all you guys out there in Myanmar. <laughs> Big ups to Myanmar, Israel, Saudi Arabia and Denmark.
1: Dude, I'm not going to front. Whenever Myanmar comes up on the news, I'm like, oh, no, our
0: fans. (laughs) You're going to see someone running around with a So Wizard t-shirt on. Their village is like burning behind them. Oh, Jesus. Well, there goes our Myanmar listeners. Thanks. Thanks, Mark. Hey, we're here for them.
1: That's all all I'm saying. We are here for Uh, you guys.
0: All right, but if this was somebody's first episode of the show, maybe they want to know where they can find more So Wizard Podcasts. So, Mark, why don't you drop some social media knowledge?
1: Oh, definitely. All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where they will find new episodes every week along with movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix picks from our buddy Adam Mollyhawk. Our Soul Wizard podcast merchandise is right there, so you can purchase some swag, represent the show, uh, look good while you're doing it. Uh, A great way to support our show is through our Amazon link. Uh, You can do your Amazon shopping right through our website. Click on that link, get your Amazon items, and that way you get what you want and you get to help out Soul Wizard too. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We got Facebook, we got Twitter. Instagram. uh, Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, You can also review us on podknife.com. You can find us on the Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone. You can find us on Podbean, on Satchel, on Google Play Music, and yes, we are on spotify so as you're streaming a black panther soundtrack or any music if you want to listen to our podcast go catch us on spotify very easy to find us oh we are also on a nerdpodcastmafia.com website along with some other fantastic podcasts nerdpodcastmafia.com back to you joey
0: Academy Awards last night were absolutely terrible. Boring, ugly sets, everything. I have the perfect host for next year. Me. <laughs> awesome. So let's uh, let's just jump into news. Let's let's get it going. Let's talk about some news, Mark. All right. Yo, pump it up! It's time for the news. All right, Mark Ellis, bring forth the news. All right, so
1: this week in nerdy news, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's go back to the DCEU. We have to go back! Oh, God damn it. <laughs> let's see what's going on over there. Um, it looks like they are ramping up for Wonder Woman 2, uh, and it sounds like Kristen Wiig, uh, she of Saturday Night Live fame and... Uh, bridesmaids which was uh which was a huge hit back in the day uh she's being eye for cheetah the villain in wonder woman 2 chester cheetah <laughs> Peta cheetah <laughs> uh kristen Wiig is n- normally <laughs> <The> cheetah girls <laughs> <laughs> holy shit right so uh yeah she's mo- mainly known as a comedy actress uh, and, you know, she has dipped her toes a little bit into big budget sci-fi movies with uh, Ghostbusters, the reboot of Ghostbusters. <laughs> Did you take her toe back out then? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be her versus Gal Gadot, Gadot uh, because um, Emma Stone turned down the role. So now Kristen Wiig is up for the role. Joey, how do you feel about Kristen Wiig playing Cheetah? <laughs>
0: Is that the uh, Price is Right? Yeah, that's the new Price is Right losing <laughs> horn. I'm just not feeling it. I don't know. And we talked about this uh, a little bit when we were on Fans on Patrol uh, mm-hmm. this past week. But you know, I don't really feel I – don't, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. it it's, I'm not, like, emotionally attached to the character of Cheetah, who's probably most known for being on Super Friends. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, what what is there? What is there about Cheetah? Like, who cares? Like, I'm not gonna, it's, it's not even there's nothing to get upset about. You know, they could cast Jack Black as Cheetah and like, like who would care? You know, it's just such a, a blank slate of a character. Um, I, I don't know. I don't like comedies, so I never saw Bridesmaids. Uh, my wife likes that movie, though. There you go. Um, I obviously, didn't like Ghostbusters because it was trash. And I don't watch Saturday Night Live because <laughs> it's generally liberal uh, trash. Oh, I'm sorry, and politics, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe I wish I could have got somebody hotter. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: we're like you said, we're talking about this on Fans on Patrol. I'm stunned that she didn't immediately go to Charlize Theron uh, for Cheetah because uh, before Patty Jenkins did Wonder Woman, her other movie was Monster with uh Charlize Theron and uh, Christina Ricci.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Charlize Theron wound up getting a freaking Academy Award out of the deal. So if you need a statuesque woman that can kick ass, like Charlize instantly goes to the top of the list, regardless of the fact that she has an Academy Award. So it is kind of odd that they didn't immediately go to her, or maybe they did and she turned it down. But I would have liked to have seen Charlize in a role. I think that would have been really badass. And a nice reunion for them, too.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just think maybe there could have been a, maybe even just like a lesser known name, somebody out there that could have jumped in the role and it not. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. There's nothing to me that when I see Kristen Wiggs <laughs> filmography or physical uh, appearance, and and I don't mean that by like I don't find her attractive because I don't. I just mean like she doesn't look like she could fight Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> even a Wonder Woman that's about you know forty pounds too skinny. Um, <laughs> Oh, I, haven't, I haven't heard that joke in like a year. <laughs> it's been a while. Um but you know I don't know. Just, it is what it is. It's so it's so blah. Yep. <laughs> There's just nothing there to even get remotely interested or excited about. We'll see what it looks like when they release a trailer. I mean if it looks if she looks stupid then you know that might be more of a problem but
1: I mean I'm yeah.
0: You're gonna know, come down to costume and, and you know how it's presented in the movies. So. It can't be worse than the Ares, God of War, with a handlebar mustache.
1: So. Well, if DC knows anything, it's how it's to bad how to movies. <laughs> it's how to cast the right people for villains. I'm looking at you, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I have faith in him. I'm I'm kidding.
0: I don't. Uh, well, at least Deathstroke looked cool in the five seconds he on screen.
1: <laughs> they got one right. Kind of. All right. So, uh, speaking of Ghostbusters, uh, one of the highlights of Ghostbusters was, uh, Chris Hemsworth, him playing a uh, doofy character, showing off his, uh, comedy chops. He is circling the Men in Black reboot, remake? Something. I don't know. I kind of lost interest. I've never seen the third Men in Black. I kind of lost interest in that whole, uh, franchise. But uh, I do like Hemsworth, but I'm, I'm not sure. I guess it depends on who he teams up with in order to, uh, in order to get it to pique my interest. Joey, how do you feel about Hemsworth and Men in Black?
0: I never saw Men in Black 3 either. Yeah, supposedly it's good with uh, Josh Brolin. Thanos. I, I saw Part 2 in the movie theater and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I never watched the cartoon. There's
1: a cartoon? Oh, there is a cartoon. There was a cartoon. Oh, shit.
0: I don't know. Are we, is he going to have a song? <laughs> is he going to come out with a, a Men in Black uh, rap song? That that's really my. <laughs> that's really what I'm looking for. Um, no, it's fine. I, I I like Chris Hemsworth a lot. He's funny, and uh, it's gonna depend on who's directing it, who's writing the script. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of factors involved. But I mean, who would you want to make this movie, Mark? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> <What up>? I, <laughs> I would say. Uh, grab uh, Taika Waititi and and make it oh my god that would be a dream that that, that
1: studio could not get that lucky man could not get that back lucky. back up the Brinks truck Tell you, how about i want a uh, jaden smith as his uh as his uh sidekick bum, as the bum, co- bum, bum, <laughs> bum. men
0: in black men in black men in black just mumble <laughs> the whole theme song that would be an amazing uh <laughs> statement on how terrible modern (laughs) music is if we went from will smith men in black to jaden smith mumbling about (laughs) men in black (laughs) like you millennials ruin everything
1: and it would probably wind up being like the biggest selling soundtrack of all time just because (laughs) Of course it will just because of course it will (laughs) all right okay so uh next is uh let's let's talk about uh let's talk about some
0: uh Disney news here. All right. I like Disney.
1: All right. So I've been
0: literally watching videos about Disney World on YouTube for like three weeks now. Really? I want to okay. go back so bad.
1: <laughs> so are they movies about the park or just movies about Walt like chilling by the poolside? It'll be like top five places to eat at Tomorrowland. No, and I'm like, go. ooh. <laughs> George, George Clooney's bathtub number five. <laughs> <for me>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, Joy, you're a fan of the uh, the Rocketeer, is that right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Rocketeer,
0: my, my favorite movie, <laughs> it's
1: finally coming back. All right. Yes, everyone has been waiting for it, and it's going to be joining Disney Junior as an animated TV show aimed at kids two through seven. <laughs>
0: what? No. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, I know they were developing a Rocketeer uh, movie a little while ago, and was supposed to have a a young girl uh, take over the jetpack. But now it looks like they, instead of skewing for like a young teen uh, adventure movie, they are skewing way young with a kid's adventure. Now, it's going to be an animated TV show, Disney Junior. I'm not sure how you would strap a six-year-old to a rocket to a jet rocket it's sitting flying on adventures i'm not quite sure how this is going to work but uh i am not going to be watching this i'm sorry Ugh, strap
0: the whole thing to a rocket <laughs> what a surprise the lead lead character is going to be a girl now uh, mm-hmm. what, what, a, what a stunning shocking surprise <laughs> well you know i hope she has a friend in a wheelchair and uh And some other Burger King kids' club friends. With a rocket attached to the wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Oh, God. Can we get Timothy Dalton on it at least? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not doing anything. I want my (laughs) rocket.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks, but, you know, I mean, it's great for kids. If you have a little kid, you know, they're going to love the rockets here because nothing says uh, little kids more than a, a guy with a leather jacket and a rocket strapped to his back.
0: Well, uh, hopefully, at least gets the uh, creators of the Rocketeer some money. So. Yes, there you go. And maybe, just maybe, people will search out and watch the movie, which rules. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a Joe Johnston uh, classic. How did, how did that not be a bigger hit movie? It's so awesome. <laughs> it was not marketed well at all. Not at all. No. I think that but was like you- it was right after the uh, it was right after like
0: the Batman hype, if I remember correctly. Right. It came out in nineteen one. Mm-hmm. But like you don't even really hear about it as a cult classic. <laughs> like nobody talks about that.
1: No. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well yeah, maybe this'll like uh reinvigorate
0: the uh franchise. Get some more eyes on those on that old movie. Be nice to uh get some kind of home video release home video. <laughs> some sort of home release <laughs> that's not the shitty bare bones D V D that I have, but
1: uh, I just had a quick image of like Disney's home video, <laughs> like the, the blue screen with the glitter coming soon to theaters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> coming soon to theaters.
1: All right. OK, so uh, other Disney news. Oh, we had like two big Disney trailers this week. Uh, number one, Wreck-It Ralph destroys the Internet or breaks the Internet. Uh, I was a big fan of the original movie. I actually thought it was a lot of fun. I've only seen it once. Uh, it didn't really have like a lot of repeat viewings for me, but I did enjoy it. Uh, I am looking forward to the second one because uh, I, I really liked the end of the first one. It, it showed me that the people behind this movie were really freaking intelligent. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to check out part two. Joey, what did you think of that trailer?
0: Um, It was okay. <laughs> yeah. Were you, a, think...
1: were, were you a fan of the first one?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I saw it in the theaters. Um, we have it on home video. <laughs> and uh, I've probably seen it a zillion times with the kids. So I mean, we really liked it. It's just, I don't know, something about that trailer just didn't grab me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah,
1: they didn't show, like, the hook of it. They just showed it being, like, kind of goofy. They didn't, like, yeah. really hook you into it.
0: It was just, like, watching, like, a, uh, what do you, like, a, Thing they'd have in between shows on like Disney Channel
1: or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. You're you're absolutely right about that. So the uh, second big Disney trailer was uh, Mary Poppins. Now I vaguely remember the first movie at <laughs> all. I'm not gonna lie. I like I remember that there's some songs in it uh, and that she floats on an umbrella. Uh, but then I saw like the um, I saw the trailer for this one and it doesn't really show that much. They show a lot of Lynn Manuel. Miranda, which is cool. He's a cool dude. And they show a little bit of Mary Poppins at the end. And then I actually saw like a clip of the original with uh, Julie Andrews. And I'm like, holy shit, they do kind of, I can see what they're doing. They are kind of like making a true sequel to that movie. Now, Joy, are you a fan of the original Mary Poppins?
0: Uh, I'm not a fan of it. I've seen it. (laughs) Okay. I've seen it a bunch, especially when Janine was younger. She used to watch that a lot. But uh, Emily Blunt is really hot. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. Is she hot enough to get you to go see a musical about a
0: flying nanny? No, <laughs> no not not at all. But uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't suck. It'd be sad. It's always sad when they make a sequel to a beloved movie and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Independence Day resurgence. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, it's cool. I'm not gonna. I, all I could think of when. <laughs> In the trailer. They look up and she's like floating through the clouds yep. towards them. Like that was kinda ominous, first of all. <laughs> like, wait, what what's gonna happen? <laughs> and I was expecting it to be Yondu. So. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Actually, that would be a fucking fantastic movie. <laughs> Yondu as the as the nanny. That's right. <laughs> Anything that gets Michael Rooker money is fine with me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, I'm not going to go see it, but unless you guys force me to for the podcast. But uh, yeah, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> no. I will say at, at Disney World, Mary Poppins, the line to meet her was just like freaking out of control. Really? So Jesus. Clearly, it's still popular. Oh, my God. Does she look like Emily Blunt? Because that might be worth it. Um, She kind of looked like uh, more like Julie Andrews. More Julie Andrews? Okay. Yeah. But it was, you know, like 1960s Julie Andrews, so, yeah. you know.
1: Not a Victor Victoria Julie Andrews. No, not, you no. know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Ooh, okay. All right. So in other, uh, I think this is my, my last bit of Disney news, and this is huge. This is massive. Uh, so we are all on our, our Black Panther high. You know, everyone is enjoying the movie. It's making crazy money at the box office. It's about to cross, if it hasn't already crossed half a billion which is amazing. So next up is Avengers Infinity War. Now, they've been planning this movie. It's been set for May. And then we got the word word through Twitter that Avengers is actually coming out in April. They moved it up a week to get it closer to Black Panther. Some of that vibe. And to maybe give Han Solo like a little breathing space. Because uh, that's fucking close. Um, I, am, I have no problem with this at all. I like movies that come out in May, but you know I am getting Han Solo in May, so that's I can't be too uh, too fucking picky. Uh, I'm psyched to see this movie a week early, and I'm psyched to see it the same day that it comes out all over the country. So freaking open all powers won't we'll watch <laughs> I was it first. Just say those <laughs> bastards. <laughs> they won't watch it first and fucking spoil it or talk shit about it. All right, so yeah, I'm psyched, Joey. How do you feel about that,
0: dude? Uh, clearly, I'm excited. Um, I loved the way it was revealed on Twitter. <laughs> the Robert Downey Jr. Tweet. Right, dude. John, Johnny Jr. is just like, "Hey, can I see the movie early?" They're like, "How about everyone sees the movie early?" <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's great. It shows confidence in the film. Um, I just pisses me off now that we have to move up our uh, hype train episode for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna reveal what to the listeners what we'll be doing for that, but it will be a special episode. We're going to need to set aside a lot of time to record. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and so, you know, in, in pure, uh, so wizard fashion, I was trying to put it off until the last possible moment <laughs> to do any sort of work related to it. But now I think I got to get started. Um, yeah, I, I'm pumped. I, I just, I'm worried about getting tickets to see it, but I won't be seeing it the very first night anyway, cause I got to work that Aww. night. So,
1: yeah, man, I've been on my uh, road to Infinity War since the first week of January. So now it is like, uh, it's like it's jumped it up a week. I gotta I'm gonna have to double up on something. I'm not I'm not complaining. I'm fine. I have this feeling that uh, Black Panther is still gonna be like in the top five <laughs> <laughs> by the time the movie comes out. All right. Okay. So uh, now some other Marvel news. Oh boy! But not Disney Marvel. The other the other side of Marvel. Uh, So, Fox is developing a Silver Surfer movie. What? Yeah, but, 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 but it's being written by Brian K. Vaughn. Oh. Brian K. Vaughn is a dope writer. I love Runaways. I've said that before. I'm not sure how they snagged him to do a Silver Surfer movie. Really don't care about it, but I do like him as a writer, so I would definitely check it out. Uh, Joey, Brian K. Vaughn, saga Brian K. Vaughn. How do you feel about this? doing silver surfer uh, can we just
0: get a saga movie or tv show yet please <laughs> no. uh, considering how long i've been working on why the last man i don't think <laughs> i should be holding my breath
1: why the last last man is coming out any second now any second. Uh, did you ever read that uh yeah i read the not the whole thing i read the first uh the first trade
0: i have somewhere it's like you can feel it being a tv show while you're reading <laughs> <laughs> yep. like this is perfect for some sort of uh, cable TV show, um, silver Surfer movie. Like, no, I'm all set. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. not interested. And what's sad is I loved the silver surfer had a comic, uh, in the, I'm gonna say like late eighties. It ran all the way through the nineties, uh, his own solo book. And a lot of those stories were great. And you wouldn't need really any other characters from e- any of the universes except him and like Galactus maybe. Um, So, you know, there's there's potential for great storylines there. It's just I just don't understand what they're doing. They keep greenlighting all these films when (laughs) everyone in the world knows that in two years, none of these are going (laughs) to happen. They got to burn through
1: each one, man. That's what I'm thinking they're doing. They just got to burn through each one. They are they're greenlighting. Um, like they, they're still threatening us with the Gambit movie. Uh, we
0: still have. I like that it's a threat. <laughs> if you kids don't behave! I'm gonna either turn this car around or I'm gonna make a Gambit movie. Exactly, exactly. Um,
1: and then there's still like the X Force movie that's coming out, uh, and there's still like the Kitty Pride movie that they're working on too. So they're like, "It's not gonna happen." They're <laughs> they think they they think it is. They're burning through like as many X Men titles as they can, or as many like uh, Marvel properties that they that they have their their mitts on but unbelievable uh, but one that isn't coming soon which i was f- really fucking disappointed on is uh silver and black got delayed
0: silver and black <laughs> Whoa. it's indefinitely delayed
1: indefinitely delayed yeah um apparently the writer director said that it's the script they just could not get a good script I was really looking forward to, A, I don't understand how this movie, how, how they are not making this movie. It's a black writer, director, woman, right? It stars two women. It's a superhero. Uh, it's a, I mean, it's a comic book movie. I don't understand, like, in, that, in the, the after Black Panther mushroom cloud of amazing, how they don't push this, like, right to the top. In a year where Wonder Woman and Black Panther are like two of the biggest comic book movies to come out uh, and Justice League isn't, how do you not put uh, Silver and Black right to the front? It doesn't make any sense to me. They can't crack the script. They're not trying hard enough.
0: You don't. Those characters barely <laughs> even go together.
1: <laughs> make it work. Make it work.
0: Uh, I mean, somebody that's talented uh, could make it work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sony has the, <laughs> the <laughs> talent behind it. Yeah. That, that could be it. Um, I don't like. I just don't like hearing that
1: it's indefinitely not happening. That that pisses me off. So
0: I wonder if that's a uh, non-ringing endorsement for the quality of Venom. Oh
1: God, <laughs> no, no. I mean, Venom has. That's it's it's on There's some money behind that, and there's some some talent behind the camera.
0: Yeah, well, Venom's supposed to kick off the Sony Spider Verse, but now the second movie in the Sony Spider Verse is not (laughs) happening. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe they've been watching uh, some footage of Venom and not liking what they see. But I wouldn't, um, I can't just, I can't imagine that those actors that they have in Venom would sign up for a movie that's balls. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Not that anyone, you know, sets out to make a terrible movie. Even Tommy Wiseau thought he was making a (laughs) masterpiece, but. You know, it just seems like they, you know, Michelle Williams and Tom Hardy, they they don't make you generally don't make bad movies. And even if they make something that's not great, it's at least interesting. So, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, I was thinking about that, uh, that whole Michelle Williams thing today because they uh, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about it at the Oscars, talking about how they had to do the reshoots for all the money in the world. And, uh, you know, Mark Wahlberg got like a million bucks to come back to do it. And she got paid. Uh, per diem, was like eighty bucks a day <laughs> to do it, and uh, yeah, having a conversation with someone about this is like, yeah, Michelle Williams is a you know probably like a triple time Academy Award nominated actress, uh, but she doesn't put butts in the seats. I was just gonna use that <laughs> terminology
0: and say she <laughs> she doesn't put butts in the seats,
1: yeah. right? So I have this feeling there was a moment where she's like, you know what, I gotta get my street cred
0: up. What comic book movie can I be attached to? <laughs> It's not, maybe not even street credit credits. I got to get my bank account up. <laughs> yeah,
1: and someone's like, well, Tom Hardy's going to be in. She's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> she was like, Aubrey. <laughs> well, you know,
0: think about like these Academy Award winners. And I'm sure we'll get into that later. But I don't, I can't even remember what movie she won an Academy Award for. No, I don't know. She didn't, she didn't win, but she was nominated for uh, Manchester by
1: the Sea. And like that Marilyn Monroe movie, I think.
0: I don't even know what (laughs) you're talking about. (laughs) Same thing with uh, when you see the trailers for Tomb Raider and it's like Academy Academy Award Award winner Alicia Vikander. (laughs) And uh, I love her. I think she's. But uh, I couldn't tell you what movie she wanted to ask her for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And even if I could, I definitely didn't see it. It was for uh, Ex Machina. No, it wasn't. wasn't. Yeah. Is that what she won it for? Yeah. I thought it was for something that was boring. No, she won it for that one. I,
1: uh, I'm I'm 90% sure that's what she won it for. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> to the interwebs. Uh, didn't she win it for the Danish Girl? No. It just seems like something you would win an award for because <laughs> it's fucking boring. Yes, she won it for Best Supporting Actress for the Danish Girl.
1: Get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought she won for uh, Ex Machina, uh, so she actually won for The Danish Girl, a movie I didn't see.
0: Right. I don't know how you have a whole movie about a girl eating a Danish, but (laughs) here we are. I'll I'll watch her eat a Danish for two hours. (laughs) I would, too. (laughs) All right. All
1: right. Moving aside. Moving aside. All right. So uh, last little bit of news. uh, Simon Kinberg, he of the X-Men franchise... He dabbled a little bit in Star Wars. Uh, he is the current director of the new X-Men movie coming out, Dark Phoenix. He is going to be tackling Logan's Run, uh, the remake of that 1970-something classic that I've never seen. I guess I heard the book was really good. Never saw the movie. Not really sure if I really want to.
0: Joey, how do you feel about Logan's Run? Uh, is this actually going to happen? Because I feel like they've been teasing this remake for like... Fifteen years.
1: Yeah, seriously. There's been like a, probably like five different directors that's been attached to make this make this uh, fucking movie.
0: I know that it's a uh, current time release. You know how I know that? How the main character is going to be a girl now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: if only that was a joke. It's <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's very uh, true. I know.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, the other guy, people in the movie, is a guy in a wheelchair. A guy with a visor that shoots red beams. I didn't even Ber- find. Burger King Kids <laughs> Club run. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I liked the movie enough, I guess. It's not great. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cool. Uh, the book's pretty good. Uh, I've read the comics from back in the day. So, you know, it's kind of a weird franchise. I don't see how it has any pull. Yep. For anybody that's like under 45 <laughs> so to reimagine it as a uh, young adult adventure. I don't understand. <laughs> like just write something new at that point. You know,
1: Yeah, it's that it's that IP though. Like all of the, the yeah. people over 45
0: be like, oh, yeah, I know Logan's running. Yeah. And then they'll see the trailer and be like, oh, <laughs> exactly. I mean, at least there's no cosplay groups for it yet. Mm. It's not V. So. <laughs> it will be in a few years.
1: The right, we'll successful. Right. Hashtag not my Logan's Run. I'm already gonna start it. <laughs> start it right now. All
0: right. Okay. So you know, I think I think that might be it. Oh, but um, I got something for you, Mark. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is a so wizard podcast special report. So. While we're recording, just now dropping. Um, Warner Brothers is eyeing Mission Impossible Fallout director Christopher McQuarrie to direct Green Lantern Corps oh. and has uh, released a synopsis that says, <clears throat> Former test pilot Hal Jordan, now a veteran of the intergalactic group of protectors of peace and justice known as the Green Lantern Corps, mentors young recruit John Stewart. <laughs> I knew that was
1: coming. <laughs> Black Panther made how much money this weekend?
0: <laughs> so that's what we got, a synopsis and a possible director. Now, uh, what do you think, Mark? Um, I like Christopher McQuarrie. Usual
1: Suspects is one of my uh, favorite scripts uh, of a movie. So uh, I, I've been a fan of his. I like what he did with The Last Mission Impossible. I'm not that big of a fan of the Jack Reacher movies, but... Uh, I do like him as a writer. So if this new uh, Mission Impossible is good and, you know, it, uh, it makes some money at the box office, then, yeah, I'll, I'll be down for him doing a uh, doing a Green Lantern movie. It's, it's got to be better than uh, than the last one.
0: <laughs> I don't like Mission Impossible movies, but they certainly uh, don't look bad. So The trailer for Fallout looks good if it didn't have uh, Tom Cruise in it. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah, good for him. I hope they stick it.
1: it it's probably not going to, it's going to fall apart <laughs> like, with, within like weeks, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I think it's cool. And it's cool it's that the
0: CEU, of course it's going to fall mm, apart.
1: Exactly. I think it's cool that they're going to have uh, older Hal Jordan and younger John Stewart. I think that's pretty badass. Michael B. Jordan as a uh, John Stewart. <laughs>
0: it's going to be Jaden
1: Smith. <laughs> no, it, it's going to be Zendaya. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right.
0: You've got to change John, John Stewart, Stewart to a girl. Joanne Stewart. <laughs> no, that's right. Of course, they could just use Jessica Cruz Green Lantern, but let's not get into Oh, that. shit. Um, so you put that out in the world, man. That's what they're going to do. Damn it. I shouldn't have put that out in the universe. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about the Oscars. The Oscars were last night. Mark, do you have a list of the winners?
1: Um, I have a list of the ones that I got right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a list of the ones I got wrong. So what we did was have uh, all of us co-hosts, the three of us, me, Mark, and Aubrey, and some of our friends, including uh, Adam Wallyhawk, uh, Mr. Al Sweets, who you've heard on the show in the past, and So Wizard's senior political correspondent, Amanda, uh, who is probably the only person uh, her and Adam and Mark could probably go toe to toe on huge movie nerdness. And I don't mean like geeky movies like I like, like comic books and stuff. I mean like movie nerds. <laughs> so like, so yep. we'll see uh, what they got right and what they got wrong and talk a little bit about the uh, categories here. So we'll start with Supporting Actress. So who won Supporting Actress, Mark?
1: Uh, supporting actress was Allison Janney for I, Tanya*, And, uh, yeah, you know, she's familiar to a lot of people. She was on uh, West Wing for a while, if I remember correctly. And she's on uh, some TV show called Mom with uh, Anna Faris. So she's been around for a while. Uh, this is her first time getting nominated, first time winning. So I was proud. I, I picked her because she was really good in
0: I, Tanya. Like, really, really good. I don't know. I didn't see that. But I, I uh, did not pick her. I picked uh Leslie Manville. <laughs> what? Yes. Um what movie was that even from? That was from
1: uh that was from The Phantom Thread.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's why I picked that cuz that looked like the most boring <laughs> movie on the face of the earth. So. Um but yeah, everybody else, let's see. Adam had uh Laurie Metcalf. No, did he really? No, he didn't. Yep. Yeah, he did. That was the only category he got wrong. And uh everyone else had Alice and Janney as their pick, so everyone else got that one right, yeah, <laughs> to be fair, Laurie Metcalf did a really good job in uh, Lady Bird, too.
1: She was really really good that would have been that would have been my second second pick wasn't she on The Walking Dead? No, no, she was in uh, roseanne she's roseanne's sister oh okay, and
0: uh, she's uh the mom in a uh, toy story andy's mom oh okay well i i can uh, I'll allow it then. <laughs> All right, so moving on to supporting actor. Let's see here. So Sam Rockwell won, which is good. Nice to see Justin Hammer get an Academy Award. (laughs) Yep. Now when they re-release Iron Man 2 on Blu-ray, it'll say, Justin Hammer, in parentheses, Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell.
1: (laughs) Exactly, along with Academy Award-nominated actor Mickey
0: Rourke. That's right. (laughs) And uh, let's see here. Now, were you okay with that win, Mark? Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. His character is a
1: piece of shit. Racist asshole cop, but Sam Rockwell did a really good job. So, uh, I, yeah, I had to give it to him.
0: All right. So, let's see. Amanda had that one. Al Sweets had that one. Everybody had that one right except Aubrey who picked uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. Green Goblin, of course. You gotta go for I would have been very happy if he had won. <laughs> I didn't see the movie he was in, but, you know hmm it's called the Florida project it's on a DVD right now it'd be worth it just for the memes that would come from it yeah. I'm something of a scientist myself <laughs> Peter <laughs> mm-hmm. but let's see so everyone got that one right all right we moved on to best actress and that was Frances McDormand yep now I didn't see this movie I didn't see any of these movies <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just, a, is that a deserved uh win there Mark
1: yes just barely just barely i mean it, it's didn't um wasn't margot robbie up for this one too yes yeah it is hard to vote against her even though she wasn't really she did a good job but her performance it wasn't really that amazing margot robbie but i would have just voted for her anyway just because it's her
0: um yeah aubrey and uh mr al sweets both picked her everyone else had uh francis mcdormand
1: yeah francis mcdormand is just like a badass in the movie and a. When you saw her like winning award, you can tell it wasn't really that that much of a stretch for her to play that character. So uh how, yeah,
0: how does she look in Harley Quinn short shorts though?
1: I don't want that image in my head. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna, <laughs> lie.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Looks like uh, Amanda and Adam both wanted Sally Hawkins to win.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. She did a good job in. uh shape of water you know she would she didn't really i think she said like two words maybe
0: one word in the entire movie it's all like sign language yeah but she did good all right so best actor was gary oldman and every single person picked that of course (laughs) it's like that one was not very anticlimactic
1: you want to know why is because like gary oldman gets nominated and no one gives a shit about like Winston Churchill, but you see him and you're like, oh, yeah, had a professional. Yeah, give him the award. Or you go, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, Fifth Element. Yeah, give him the award. I would have, I wanted the, uh, got Daniel Kalua from Get Out to win.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so did Amanda. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> mostly because he, I <laughs> I remember him from Black Mirror. Says, so like, whoa, guy from Black Mirror is in a movie? No, <laughs> you, dude, you know what's
1: crazy? He used to be on a TV show called Skins. Uh, that came on the UK with um, Nicholas Holt from uh, um, Mad Max, and uh, he played Beast. He plays Beast in the new X Men movies, yeah. and, and like a few a few other people, like people who are um, oh the the blonde girl from Game of Thrones not not not, not the uh, not the hot one, not the super hot one, the one that had like a baby that the fat guy was taking care of. Oh, okay. So she was in it. There's like a lot of people that were in that show. Yeah, that's definitely not the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> like the stupid hot one. She's she's cute. She's actually she's really cute actually. But yeah, like Daniel Clue was all, he he would pop up like randomly in random scenes with like a super British accent and you could not understand a word he said and that was kind of the joke <laughs> of the show. He would come in with like this this like Rasta man uh super street British accent. And uh, and just be like a complete fucking goofball, and I and it it blew my mind that that was the same guy that's like an Academy Award nominated actor along with Denzel Washington, like the fucking goofy <laughs> kid from Skins. That's it's it's amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. It's too bad he didn't win. Yeah, but the fact that he got nominated is fucking amazing. You don't see fucking Beast
0: from uh from X Men getting nominated yet. <laughs> All right, and then we had Best Director which was Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Amanda, Adam, Aubrey, and you all picked that correctly. I picked Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> I just figured he'd probably win because that movie looks terrible. <laughs> yep. And uh, Mr. Al Sweets wanted either Greta Gerwig or Jordan Peele. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I loved. Uh, I, I I had a feeling it was going to be Guillermo because, it, you know, out of all of the movies, that one definitely had a lot. It's it's a tight wire act, and uh, as much as Get Out is too in the same way, uh, Shape of Water is a slightly more dangerous trick to pull off, and it celebrates Hollywood. And if there's one thing Hollywood loves is to celebrate see the, itself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, yeah, I I knew he was gonna get it. I'm and I'm gonna completely forget about Pacific Rim, and uh, Crimson Peak. Peak, yeah.
0: Fuck I those was movies. thrilled that he won because well, I loved Pacific Rim, so go to hell, Mark. Um, <laughs> but he's a genre director. I mean, he mostly makes horror movies or like strange, weird movies. Like, mm-hmm. and now the director of Blade Two is an <laughs> Academy Award-winning director. So.
1: I did not even think of it that way. You are absolutely correct. They're absolutely
0: reprinting correct. the cover for <laughs> Mina Sorvino is mimic as we speak. So. <laughs> did you? But well, you didn't see Shape of Water, did you? No. It's 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 a good flick,
1: and but it's freaky, man. It's Guillermo del Toro letting out his freak side, man, like he usually does. But this is like there's yeah. n-
0: almost no holds barred. So well, I was, and I'm in, I'm gonna check it out because I'm interested in seeing the production design and the sets, because I know that one of the reasons they were even able to make the movie is because they filmed it in between seasons of the strain
1: mm-hmm. and they
0: just reused all the sets. <laughs> I'm nice. not even kidding. That's, that's the why they were able to even get the movie made was to keep the budget down by being like, well, we have all these sets already built and they just sit here in between filming seasons. So let's use them for something. Yeah. But the, the strain,
1: does it, does the Strain is like a modern day story, right? It doesn't take place in a nineteen fifties war bunker,
0: does it? Well, there's a lot of underground uh, facilities and weird, like holding cells and things. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay, and yeah. It's it's not it's not like The Strain is good. Like I said <laughs> to Amanda last night, that's the closest that show will ever get to an awards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that,
1: that makes sense then.
0: Makes but sense. yeah, I, I mean, I'm thrilled. He's a genre filmmaker who's a kind of a weirdo, and that's great. That's the type of person you don't usually see honored at, at these type of things. So I was all in for it, even though I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, yeah. And he
1: gave a really good speech too about, you know, if you want to use, you know, strange parables to tell a story, you know, you can do it. You know, don't let them stop you. You can go ahead and do it. So yeah, it's cool. It's very cool that a, a really geeky, nerdy but super amazing filmmaker has a best director trophy him and peter jackson man that's, that's well, all
0: good now if only konami would uh, get him back to work on silent hills but. don't <laughs> don't announce movies for him dude. He's <laughs> no it wasn't even a movie it was a video game oh really holy <laughs> yeah, shit it got canceled they released see this is like getting real nerdy they released a demo for it called PN, p n p.n yeah which was like a horror first person horror thing where you're in a house and it was freaking awesome and terrifying. And then at the end of it, the reveal was that it was actually a demo for a new silent Hill game. Oh, um, and he was involved in it as well as Kojima that makes metal gear. And then the project got canceled and Kojima left Konami. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was disappointing, but in, and they made the demo, uh, you can't download it anymore or anything. So, so, people were not updating the firmware on their PlayStation so that they wouldn't get erased. Oh. And now like <laughs> those, those unupdated playstations that have a playable version of the demo on it go for big bunny. On oh, so, Nice. And it was really good. which is really disappointing, but um, let's go on to best picture. So best picture was the shape of water, which Mark picked um, Adam picked and Amanda picked Mr. Al sweets was Swinging at the fences for Get Out, mm-hmm. I picked Lady Bird because <laughs> it looked like the worst thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> and Aubrey picked The Post, and I'm not sure why because she's not here to tell us.
1: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I have no idea why she would pick that
0: either. Probably, maybe she used my my uh, my, <laughs> <laughs> your, my your method. method. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you right now, dude. I don't think you really. Researched your
1: method enough this year because no, I barely didn't. I didn't, so we're gonna have to work on that for next year because I guarantee you, you would have put call me by your name (laughs) in every fucking category. I didn't even know
0: what that was, I thought that was an anime. (laughs)
1: That's what my buddy said today, too. Yeah, is that there's an awesome anime that uh should have gotten nominated for best animated feature, except for it came out in American theaters this year, but it actually got released last year, so it didn't qualify. But, yeah, that probably would have been nominated for Best Animated Feature, uh, Feature Movie
0: Call Your Name. It was really good. I was expecting the Army Hammer to try to, like, pick up 17-year-olds by, like, <laughs> using Goku-type powers. Like, <laughs> and screaming and stuff. Actually, I would probably go see that movie then. Um, so, yeah, Shape of Water won. I was really pulling for Get Out to win, even though I knew it was not going to happen in a million years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to poo-poo Shape of Water winning because, again, it's a weird genre-type film Man, type so of thing that doesn't usually win these type of awards. There's a, a deaf woman falling in love with
1: Abe Sapien from Hellboy and, and Michael Shannon being a complete asshole. It's, it's ridiculous, and it's the best picture of the year. It's mind-boggling. Did you think it was the best picture of the year? No, no. I thought, honestly, after watching every single movie that came out or every single movie that was nominated this year, uh, get out is definitely the best picture of the year out of all of them but i can see why shape of water would win again it's because you know hollywood loves to pat itself on the back
0: <laughs> well i i really really liked get out but there's no way it was gonna win <laughs> i think just getting nominated is the victory for that movie
1: dude i tell you i when uh jordan peele won for best original screenplay you would have thought like the uh, you would have thought like the the Patriots won a Super Bowl. I was so pumped. I was running around like <laughs> crazy. I can't believe this is actually happening.
0: That is pretty awesome. I'm sad that uh, the Disaster Artist didn't win though.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it got nominated. I mean, there's some cool nominations in there. The fact that Logan got nominated, the fact that they actually said uh, Lin Wayne's name, yeah, during the
0: Oscars is like, whoa, John Ramita. <laughs> yeah, it's like whoa. What, what, what what's happening now? That's amazing. So that wraps up our uh, Oscar coverage.
1: Um, well, I'm I, just, I did want to say – I'm sorry. I did want to say like a, a couple of like other really quick things mm-hmm. again. All right. So ones that I was really pissed about that didn't win, uh, Baby Driver didn't win for Best Editing. That's bullshit.
0: Who won Best Editing? Uh, I don't
1: know. Dunkirk, I think. <laughs> yeah, all, exactly. Dumb. Something better than fucking – the editing in Baby Driver is amazing. Um, Coco won for best song, which is, it's fine. It makes sense. The song is like the key to that movie. Uh, But I thought for sure that uh, the uh, greatest showman was going to win best song. It's all about, you know, it's all about the movement and people being positive and all of that stuff. I thought for sure that was going to win. So I was very disappointed in that. Did you see Coco? Yeah, I did. Cry like a little bitch at the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and visual effects for War of the Planet of the Apes. It didn't win. I forgot what I forgot. What did win for that one. It's probably Shape of Water, but Planet of the Apes, like the visual effects in all of those movies, none of them have gotten nominated. Blade Runner
0: won uh, Best Visual Effects. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's bullshit. That, that deserved, no way, that deserved it. Visual
1: effects, no.
0: No. Over it, Planet it of the Apes? looked great.
1: Yeah, it, it looked, looked great. great. We've and, already
0: seen two movies full of apes being apes
1: and it's
0: <laughs> old hat now the visual effects are staggering and they
1: it didn't get nominated the first time or the second time this one it got nominated it should have won because it's a fucking accomplishment Andy Circus is amazing as that character and you buy into it those are some of the most amazing visual effects uh done as far as like that that type of technology that type of uh motion capture technology so yeah Planet of the Apes should have won I mean, Blade Runner is good, you know, whatever. It, it won cinematography, which it should have. Uh, the guy got nominated 16 times and finally won one, so good for him. But fucking Planet of the Apes should have won visual effects. And a uh, shout-out to, uh, even though Shaq was in uh, Kazam and Steel, it was Kobe Bryant that has an Academy Award. I think that's kind of funny. What did he win an Academy Award for? So he had an idea for a story about him growing up and wanting to play basketball. And he had an uh, animator... Uh, Glenn Keane or Gil Keane, the guy who did like designs for like Little Mermaid and Tarzan, like a classic Disney animator, uh, make like an animated movie for it. And he had John Williams do the score for it, <laughs> which is fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, he won. He won Best Short Animated Feature, Kobe Bryant.
0: Oh. I'm disappointed that uh, Anna D. Almas didn't win uh, Best Supporting Actress for Blade Runner
1: should have got at least nominated at least at least <laughs> have, have her show up in a dress
0: or something i was gonna say <laughs> so we at least see what she looked like in the dress
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah i did um i did my poll i i mean i i did my ballot out of 24 i got 17 right which is a really good year for me
0: yeah and adam gave me a list of uh 17 categories he picked like i said and he only got one wrong which was supporting actress so
1: yeah i'm gonna I'm, i might have to follow his method and cut out the uh The best documentary, the best short documentaries and best foreign films because
0: I didn't watch those. Those are just blind. blind I don't even know what those are. The only person I know who watches those is Amanda. Yep. Yep. God bless her. (laughs) I did try to do that last year. I just couldn't do it. No, thanks. I'll stick to videos about Disney World (laughs) on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I guess that's going to do it for uh, the show. This week, Mark. Any recommendations for listeners out there?
1: Oh yeah! Uh, if you have not had a chance to check out Thor Ragnarok, it's uh, dropping on uh, DVD this week. Uh, it's an incredibly funny, badass comic book action movie. Uh in a year of Black Panther and Avengers: Infinity War, I think this is it's a, a very uh, it's a very good way to see Thor do some of his best work before we get into Infinity War. So, uh, yeah, check out Thor Ragnarok.
0: Awesome. I will uh, suggest that the listeners out there check out sowizardpodcast.com, where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Uh, They'll find movie reviews by Adam and Mark, as well as streaming picks every week by Adam. sowizardpodcast.com. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Spotify or just about any pod catching app under the sun. Leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or podknife.com and help out the show. Uh, I am going to recommend that you watch Jessica Jones season two, which is coming out as we record this in a couple of days on Netflix because we'll be talking about it next week. And if you want to keep Netflixing, you should also watch Voltron Legendary Defender. Season five just dropped last week. It's only six episodes. I'm about halfway through it and it's still freaking awesome.
1: Dude, I was just thinking this week I really got to get back into Voltron because it sounds like the stuff that that they're doing. It sounds fucking amazing. I really want to get back into it.
0: It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It is the gold standard for rebooting anything <laughs> nice from the 80s. Sorry. It's just, it's freaking awesome. It's stunning how good it is. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. So like I said, next week, we're going to do a little uh, review reaction at Jessica Jones season two. We'll at least watch a couple episodes each and kind of give some initial impressions on how it's going mm-hmm. and we'll hopefully see you guys then. So, That's been episode number 187 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, Marquis Mark, Markellis Reagans.
1: Yeah, I, uh, Aubrey, come back. We miss you, girl. Uh, Everybody have a good week. Wakanda forever. I'm retiring. Konnichiwa, bitches. All right.
0: (laughs) And we'll see you next week for Jessica Jones season two, as long as it doesn't get pushed back indefinitely. Uh, Good journey.